to friend or not to friend? That is the question. Today on the Champion Forum podcast, we discuss how a leader needs to strike that delicate balance between being friendly and being friends with their employees. This is the Champion Forum podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Welcome back to the show, everyone. For those of you that are new, my name is Jeff Hancher, and I am on a relentless mission to help everyone lead, inspire, and win in this life. The purpose of the show today is to sound the alarm on a topic that I have navigated with several leaders over the last couple of years. It's a scenario that comes up so often that I felt compelled to discuss it on the show. So today we're going to talk about the risks of becoming too friendly with your direct reports. By now, some of you already have sweat beating on your forehead, most likely, because you know who you are. If you're an avid listener of this show, then you already know that I am an absolute huge fan of developing meaningful relationships with people. However, I have just seen this line crossed too many times in a very unhealthy way not to address this issue. Some leaders believe that if they're friends with their direct reports and their direct reports like them, the job of leading them gets easier. But I'm here to tell you that is a myth, and it's not the case at all. My personal experience has shown me that true friendship, it makes a leader's job much harder, not easier. And I have made this mistake myself. And even as a business consultant, I've seen this scenario play out negatively 100% of the time. As a matter of fact, one of my very first clients that I had after leaving corporate America this was the very first thing that we addressed. It, this, this entrepreneur was just getting too close to their people. And when I would talk to them about it, they said, listen, Jeff, you know, I left the corporate world. I'm trying to build a culture that is like a family. And I thought, oh, my goodness. And I get the heart behind that. I get that you want to build camaraderie. You want to build a culture that's tight. You know, that you're building this ride or die mentality. And I'm all in on this level of teamwork. However, this was clearly compromising this entrepreneur's pursuit of respect and effectiveness with their team. The role of a leader creates situations that are going to compromise the boundaries of any true friendship. Think about this. There's many examples of this. A true friend would probably never make a decision that would put you in financial hardship, like firing you from your job, especially if they knew your family well. If you're a leader and you're that close and you know their families, you know their kids, all of this stuff, it makes these tough decisions even harder. As a matter of fact, I would tell you that I've seen this compromised many, many times. It's for this reason that I don't bring my family very close to my business. My wife is also an entrepreneur. I couldn't tell you very much about what goes on in her business. Uh, Could... Could I help? Sure, I could help. I mean, I'm a business consultant for goodness sake. However, I keep family stuff, family stuff. I've never seen her P&L. I don't know what her revenue looks like. 
And it's not that I don't care. I just know that if me and my wife go down the avenue of business, it's probably going to compromise our marriage. A great friend would probably likely promote you over others, right? Even if even if you weren't the most qualified person for the job. I mean, isn't that what a friend would do is promote you over other people? Of course, if it was a true friend, you would be compelled to do that. If you were experiencing a personal challenge outside of work, a true friend would be understanding and hold you less accountable during these difficult times. Do you see how this dynamic of true friendship can compromise the leader-subordinate dynamic? I mean, look, maybe some of you are saying right now, Jeff, we make it work. Well, maybe it's working for you now, but I'm here to tell you it is a pitfall. And even if it's working, I'm going to give you the big challenge I always give leaders that tell me it's working. How much better could it be? And are you exposing yourself to a major downfall? There is no doubt that a good leader needs to have a strong relationship with everyone on their team. The more you know about them and the more connected you are, the more effective you become. You need to be close with your subordinates, but not too close. You cross the line when someone on your team expects to be treated differently or held to a different standard than the rest of the team. This creates a division within the team and it undermines your credibility as a leader. We can't allow this to happen. There are numerous challenges that you will encounter as a leader if you become personal friends with your direct reports. Accountability is probably at the top of that list. It's tough to play video games or golf with someone all weekend and then discipline them on Monday for missing their quarterly goals. When an employee is your friend, it is a lot more difficult to maintain accountability. You know, I I remember in one of my first leadership roles uh, at the office, I thought it would be fun to have everybody fill out brackets for March Madness and, uh, you know, give away a prize and whatever it might be. And uh, everybody had each other's cell phone. There was a group text, all this stuff. I started having one of the people on my team start texting me beyond that. Uh, hey, how about the game? Hey, did you see that shot? Hey, you know, nine, ten o'clock at night, you know, on a Sunday morning. And I started like getting this check in my gut. Like, is this thing getting too close? Are they trying to be my buddy here? And look, if, you, if you're listening and you've ever reported to me, you know I'm about people. You know I'm about relationships. But you have to guard what that line looks like. The other thing that gets real challenging is giving people feedback. It's very hard to deliver feedback even in the best of times. It's challenging. But even more so when you have to give it to a friend, somebody that you're boys with on the weekend, somebody that you're golfing with, somebody that you're going to the spa with maybe uh, for for getting your nails done and you're hanging out and getting your hair done together on the weekends. And then you got to come in and you got to deliver a difficult uh, piece of information or you got to hold somebody accountable or have that tough discussion. That's going to be very, very challenging. And I've seen this play out where the leader will say, hey, look, we're doing this, but we got to keep work, work, and we got to keep our, our relationship outside what it is. And, and I get it. Everything's good when the lines are drawn. Everybody knows the marching orders. Hey, when we show up to work, we're not friends anymore. I got to treat everybody fairly in the same way. I can't have everybody thinking that I'm going to show you favoritism. That all sounds good on paper, and that might even work for a while. But I promise you, it will be compromised. It's not if, 
it's win. Speaking of favoritism, think about it. If you're friends with some members of your team outside of work, you're, you're, you're hitting the 18 holes, whatever it might be, the other team members who are not included in that are going to be looking at every decision you make through a lens of unfairness. So what I'm telling you is even as a leader, even if you're doing this well, you're above board, you're keeping work, work, and social, social, everybody comes in and they're staying in their lane. Even if you are doing everything right, all the other people that didn't get invited to the reindeer games, they're thinking there's unfairness, even if there's not. Why? Because there's a perception of favoritism. The hard truth to hear is that most people that are trying to become the leader's friend, they're motivated by your position and not your relationship at all. Oh, Jeff, that's a gut kick right there. I'm here to bring you the truth. I will promise you the most of the quote unquote friendships that you have at work, especially if you're in a large company, they are not there to be your friend. They're there to use your title. And I'm not saying that they're mean people. I'm not even saying that they're bad people. I'm saying that they're using great wisdom to get what they want. And if you don't believe this to be true, just wait until you leave that company and get back to me and let me know how many people you're still hanging out with and playing golf with on the weekend. Most times, it's not many. I spent 24 years building relationships at a company. And I can count on one hand the amount of people that I still stay in touch with that I would consider friend. Maybe two hands, but there are almost 50,000 people at the company. And 24 years, less than two hands I could count who I stayed in contact with. Does that mean the relationships weren't real? Does that mean that they weren't valid? Does that mean that I didn't care for them and they didn't care for me? No, it doesn't mean that. It was a moment in time. They're not true friends. Matter of fact, statistically speaking, you're going to have roughly three true friends, call it best friends, at any given time. And if you have that, you, you are above average. The other thing that you're going to find very compromising is the support system when you have a bunch of buddies at work. When you believe you have a true friendship with your direct reports, you expect unconditional support. However, my experience shows me that when employees don't like your business decision, they will find it very difficult to support you. Everything's great when things are going well. It, it, it stands to reason. But there's a different expectation if they're investing in you personally, if they're investing in a friendship with you. This is how it usually surfaces in my meetings with leaders currently, is this support level. Hey, Jeff, everything's fine. It's good. I know you told me stop going to happy hour with everybody, but we just love each other so much. But this is when it surfaces. The leader has to make a tough decision at some point. And when they do, their so-called air quotes, friends start running for the hills. This leaves the leader feeling taken advantage of and hurt that the person would ever do such a thing. This is when I hear that leader say things to me like, I thought these people were my friends. I, I thought we were close. Look at all I've done for them. I sent their kids Christmas gifts. I did this. I did that. I thought, I thought, we, were, I thought we had something. Nope. You were their leader. Or they were your colleagues. It felt like friendship. It functioned like friendship. But it wasn't really friendship. 
A genuine friendship, it endures when the position doesn't. Now look, as I, as strongly as I oppose deeply rooted friendships with direct reports, you have to hear my heart in this. Leadership is based on effective workplace relationships. I am by no means suggesting you distance yourself from your team members or show disinterest in their lives. I've gone on record on this show about being intentional, about making deposits that earn you the right to hold people accountable. I recommend that you are really friendly and really caring because these two competencies are going to serve you very well as a leader. And before the hate mail comes, I realize that there is someone listening. You have a story about how your direct report truly became your best friend. And for goodness sake, I have heard stories of leaders who married their direct reports and they lived happily ever after. And I would say to you, congratulations. I'm glad that it worked out. All I can tell you is that for every story that had a happily ever after ending, I've heard 10x more stories about the demise of a leader who had their leadership compromised because of their personal friendship with their direct report. This is a good time to take inventory of your relationships. Have you pushed the boundaries too far? If you're taking over a new team or starting a business, I recommend that you begin by setting healthy boundaries. A great way to do this if you fall into one of those two categories, starting a business or taking over a new team, is to set clear expectations. Email us for a free resource, Jeff at jeffhancher.com to get the setting expectations PowerPoint presentation that you can use to set firm boundaries and guidelines when you're starting something new, taking over a new team, getting promoted into a new role. Get out of the gate, setting the boundaries, setting the standard. Maybe you're listening today and you're like, you know what? I think he, this guy's onto something. He's calling me out. I'm feeling the pressure. And he's right. And I did this out of the tenderness of my heart. I did this because it was the right thing to do. I'm a people person. I care. And I want to say to you, leader, hats off. You're built for leadership. I'm about servant leadership. If that's you, what you're saying right now is, how do I transform? How do I change? How do I go from being this caring, high deposit, Uh, invading the personal space of somebody and them mine to going to doing what Jeff's talking about today and resetting healthy boundaries. This is what we call performance management. It's not easy, but there's a way to set the tone and there's a way to transform. It's not by coming in with a stick, beating people in the head and saying, there's a new sheriff in town. Things are going to change around here. No, everybody's going to run for the hills. Now, Anytime you make major change, assume that a portion of the people are going to walk out. And I'm here to tell you, that's okay. What you need is some great quality training in performance management. If this is something that our team can help you with, shoot me an email, jeff at jeffhancher.com with the subject line performance management. Either myself or somebody from our team will connect with you and tell you about the resources that we have to get you from the leader that is a friend to the leader that is friendly with great expectations 
and tremendous accountability. I hope the content challenged you today to become a more effective leader. I appreciate you all investing time to be with me each and every week. And until next week, be friendly, not friends, and never forget that you all have been set up to be champions in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win. Win.